Welcome to the Retail Theater by the Synthetic Playhouse, where artificial intelligence performs stories about people acting up in retail and other consumer situations. We hope you find the stories themselves funny or entertaining recountings of socially awkward and rude behaviors. We also hope you are both impressed by and amused with the abilities of AI. Story number one. Customer was finally right about something. So, every Christmas season, for some horribly unwise reason, the credit union I work for gives out a gift certificate for a box of candy redeemable at a reasonably well-known candy retailer. Our account holders think they're entitled to this box of candy. They live and die by this box of candy. For some it's literally the only reason they have the account. Such was the case with today's lady. Why didn't I get my gift certificate for a box of candy? I look at the account and she doesn't qualify. It's not just every single person that gets the candy. She opened the account in January, stuck $100 in there, and forgot about it. All because someone at her work told her if she opened an account she'd get that box of candy. Ma'am, you have to meet certain requirements such as length of time with the credit union, amount in your account, no collections, and no past due loans. You're a liar. You're a bold-faced liar. Your whole bank is a bunch of liars and you're going to go out of business for treating people like this. Normally I'd hang up on someone doing this but given the reason she's calling, a $20 box of candy, and her reaction, I just let it play itself out, her breakdown was rather amusing all things considered. Yes, ma'am, box of candy, it's very important, I understand. It is important. It's my candy and you stole it. I want to close the account if I can't get my box of candy. I smile knowingly given what has to happen next. You'll have to visit a branch to close the account, ma'am. Another round of blathering wailing and screaming and swearing ensues. Everyone in my office is staring at me now, do you know that? You've embarrassed me now. A little bit more screaming which she punctuates with the most accurate statement she could make. This is so stupid. This is all so stupid. All this. Over a box of candy. It's so stupid. Ma'am, I couldn't agree more. And then I hung up. Story number two. Hold this. A few years ago, I was cleaning out our storage room looking for old electronics to donate. Our storage room looks like a smaller version of the warehouse form Raiders of the Lost Ark. I found a 21-inch CRT monitor. That thing is the size of a small refrigerator. I lifted it to my shoulder and started to carry it back to my office. It was really heavy. I am walking through a narrow corridor to my office when one of my users literally blocks my passage. Hey, I have this problem with my home computer. There is a pop-up with ads showing up in the right bottom corner of my screen, and I can't get rid of it. I am standing there in disbelief, looking like the Atlas holding the earth and wondering if chiropractor's services are covered in my health plan. So what you think will cause this? Hold this. Startled, she grabbed the monitor and was almost ready to collapse under its weight. Okay. Let me think about this. Are you using Chrome? She handed the monitor back to me, apologized, and sheepishly left.
She got the point. Story number three. I'm sorry, I'm not a mind reader. I'm a hospital receptionist, and although it's not technically part of my job, I'm basically a glorified navigator to the entire hospital. It's quite large and there are several sections to the hospital. The section of the hospital I work in doesn't have general doctor's offices. Hi, I have a doctor's appointment and I don't know where to go. No worries, I can help get you to the right place. What's your doctor's name? Dr. Jones. Okay, looks like I'm not finding the doctor with that name in our records. Is this a specialty visit or general checkup? Why is that any of your business? That's weird and extremely uncomfortable for me to answer. I'm sorry, I think you're in the wrong place, and I'm trying to direct you where to go. But shouldn't you already know that? Look it up, my name is Sarah. Unfortunately, I don't have access to that because you're in the wrong part of the hospital. I would need to know the general reason for your visit in order to send you in the right place. That's personal. I don't understand why they hire such incompetent staff. What about HIPAA laws? This is so ridiculous. Okay, I unfortunately don't know where to send you then. Do you want me to get my boss? No, I'll just figure it out myself. This hospital has gone downhill. I'm very sorry I wasn't able to read your mind. Have a good one. The look on her face was priceless and my boss backed me up. Sometimes people really want to make you as miserable as they are and no one should have to put up with it. Especially during times like this with a global pandemic. Story number four. This guy just can't fathom our prices. Do you guys clean fireplaces? Yes, we do. Okay, and how much do you charge? $200. $200. What do you do for that much? I've got to hear this. We go through a whole cleaning process, as well as a safety inspection process. All right, well, that's a little steep for me. I'm going to call around. No problem. I tell my employee about this funny call I just got. A minute later, the phone rings again. The caller ID confirms it's the same guy. This time, I have my employee answer. They proceed to have the same conversation, except he asks when we could come out. We say we have an opening next Monday, and he says he has to check his schedule and he'll call back. About 30 minutes later the same guy calls again. I answer, assuming he's realized that everyone charges about the same price, and we can probably come out the soonest. Do you guys clean fireplaces? Yes we do. Okay and how much do you charge? $200. Geez, why does everyone charge $200? Well, to be fair, sir, this is the third time you've called us. Oh, really? I'm sorry. But wait a second. Why do you guys charge so much? This couldn't be more than an hour of work. You're not just paying for the technician's time. You're paying for the gas to get there, the truck, the tools, etc. You're also paying for the car insurance, liability insurance, workers' comp, our rent for the store, the wages of the employees available here to answer your call or help you when you come to the store. We also have an electric bill, gas bill, and water bill. I've had this type of question a lot, and the previous answer has almost always been met with understanding and usually winning the customer's business.
Well, why do you pass those costs on to me? Why don't you pay for it? Where do you suppose I get the money to pay for it myself? From the money you take in as a business. Just not your money? No, I mean. Okay, I get it. All right, well, $200 is just too much. I'm going to call around. I promise I won't call you again. Fair enough. Have a nice night. Story number five. Transfer me to the other store. This happened a couple years ago, but I remember this interaction very well because it was the most bizarre phone call I've received in my five plus years of working here. Hi, thanks for calling. My name is Joe. How can I help you today? Do you make keys there? No, ma'am. This is a pharmacy. If you need a key made, there's a hardware store across the street. I'm not sure how much they cost, but they'll be able to help you there. Well, can you transfer me over there? No. I don't know their phone number, and our phones aren't connected in any way. They're a totally separate company with different phone lines. Why not? Are you saying you won't help me? I want your manager. Now. There's no point in getting my manager on the phone for she can't do anything either. We're a pharmacy not related to the hardware store. You have to call the hardware store across the street to receive the help you need. I want to talk to a manager at the hardware store now. How dare you deny me service? Man, this is the pharmacy and not the hardware store. If you want their manager, you'll have to call over there. There is no way to transfer your call. This is unacceptable. I know you work for the hardware store, and I will have you fired when I call your manager. I don't work for the hardware store. I work at the pharmacy. I quickly throw the phone down onto the hook and shake my head. I have no clue how she came to the conclusion I lied about where I'm employed, but I finally had enough of her. I told my boss about her and laughed with my coworkers after. I never heard anything else about her. I have no clue if she even called the hardware store, but I do feel bad for whoever picked up her call over there. Thank you for listening. We hope you enjoyed the stories in this episode. Share your favorite story with your friends.